Greetings and welcome to Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast, where we'll discuss the art and stylings of Ryan Marlett. The artwork is all over the place, so be advised it could be fun, but it could be dark. It might be a painting, drawing, sculpture, Halloween prop, action figure or song. Each episode will feature a piece or pieces and the insight behind them. Hopefully you'll like some stuff, other things you may not. No worries. Chances are also that you'll likely be offended at some point but hopefully we'll also share some laughs along the way. Art has always been a part of Ryan's life and this is a way to document his work and share it with you. If you get butthurt easily, consider this your warning. Besides, your mom likes his artwork. Listener discretion is advised. All right, Marley mates, here we are back in the studio, the studio which is my one-bedroom apartment, and uh, coming to you pre-recorded live from my one-bedroom. And here I am in the studio, super excited this week because not only is it the 40th episode, how did we get there already? I'm not sure, but I have with me the great and talented Stephen Michael. Hello. Hello, welcome to the program. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We have, uh, we've known each other for a minute or two. 1989. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. A couple, two, three years. A little bit. Yeah, we're old. Yeah. That's okay. Um, people can try to do math, but I try not to do it in public if I can avoid it. But um, <laughs> you are a man of many talents. Thank you. No, thank you. Um before we get too far into this week's episode, I want to share something with you, and I mentioned it before on the program, but I referenced in the pilot, there were two people in my life that I felt were actually living the dream and doing their things. And you may remember back when I had Dangerous Dave Kusky on the program, he and I served together, and, and he's gone on to do a whole slew of, of greatness, but you too are that other person. And I've always looked up to that because you did your thing. You absolutely uh, just handled your business. The things that you wanted to do, you just did them. And I always looked up to that. Like that was pretty cool to watch you pursue everything. And, and really, I think most notably was the amount of music that you created uh, among several other projects that you went on to do. But it was always exciting for me to to watch you do your thing because you just you didn't let anything get in your way. You didn't let anybody tell you you couldn't do something, and you just you just crushed it. So I always look to you as that example of literally living your dream, and I really appreciate you setting that. Well, thanks. That's a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Don't mean to just drop that on you out of the blue, but it was it's fine. I just live. I don't know. Yeah, but I didn't that's do anything spectacular. But you did, and. Uh, Sorry to drop that just out of nowhere on you, but it was it was important for me to say that because like you you went after your dreams and I think not enough people do that and it's refreshing when people do. Um, and you did it on your terms and I think that's exciting. 
That I did. <laughs> I'll give you that one. It was a rough road, but but you I did had fun. Yeah, yeah, or having fun. Sure, it hasn't stopped. And you've influenced a lot, and so that's part of the the dynamic of this week's episode is that for thirty nine episodes leading up to this point, you've heard my AI uh, introduction lady talk about all the different types of artwork that I do. One of which she mentions is songs, and so you and I have collaborated on about five songs together. So far. So far, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the span of several years, because it's forever continuously a work in progress. I like to think so. I like to think so, too. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about two songs, one of which is the very first one that I had written, and the second one is my very favorite one that was written. And I say written, but all I did was scribble down some lyrics and you made the magic happen. I sent them to you. You recorded all the instruments and the vocals and mixed it, produced this incredible track. And I can't even begin to tell you how awesome it was to hear manifested, even though it's it's music, it's audible, Like, but to be able to have an actual thing that was real, that was created from just words on paper. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was a challenge for me. I don't write music that way. So when you offered up the idea, I jumped at it as a, a new a new way to write, I guess. And I thought it was pretty cool because I don't really remember now exactly how we got on the, the idea of writing songs. Like, you were already doing your oh, thing. I do. Uh, so we had met... In Maryland? Yeah. I don't know which state. There's a lot of states down there. Yeah. Uh, Maryland. We went to Six Flags. Yes. And we hadn't seen each other since high school. Probably. That's probably 94, 95. Yeah. I I left school long before you did. Uh, (laughs) uh, And we met up, had an awesome day. Yeah. Gave you a mix CD full of songs that I'd done with bands and things. Yep. Uh, Still haven't. Oh, awesome. Uh, And... uh, we email, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, went back and forth on email for that year. Mm-hmm. And I would share things I was doing. And you were like, oh, I have these ideas. And I was like, you should just write write them down. We'll make songs. And that was it. Now, I, I absolutely remember some guidance you gave me when it came to writing lyrics because I didn't know where to even start. Um, and you just said, like specifically, I remember you saying, don't worry about if it flows. Don't worry about if it rhymes. Like, just write down whatever comes to you, and that's what I did. Yeah, good ideas. You try to rhyme them. Yeah. Bad ideas. Okay. So, hopefully everybody can kind of pick up what you were able to do with it, but to kind of speak to a a place where I was coming from when writing these things, you and I are both big Misfits fans. Huge. And a lot of their inspiration comes from their horror punk. That's the genre they're considered. And they love the movies they grew up on, old science fiction and horror pictures, things like that. And it shows in their projects. And so I wanted to do something along those lines, but maybe something that they hadn't covered yet. And so the very first song that I had written was about Edward Scissorhands. Yep. And it's just called Scissorhands. Scissorhands. And that's what it's about. It's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. Yeah, totally. Yeah. If you can't figure it out by the title. Those are good lyrics. They get more creative (laughs) as they go, though. Okay. I feel like our ideas are more creative. The Misfits took the movies and were like, it's about this. Yeah. Here's the name of the movie. Here's what happens in the movie. 
Ours are better. Okay. I mean, the Misfits are legendary. legendary. Our lyrics are more clever. Okay, I dig it. It's, it's a fact. And then, you know, that first song, I just, I guess I wrote it down and sent it to you and you did your thing. And, and I feel like you turned it around in no time. I did the next day. It was nuts. Yes. Like you recorded every instrument yes. individually by yourself. You played them. Yes. Right. And recorded the vocals, sent me the file, and I couldn't stop listening to it. Well, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then one time, because I was, I was living in Maryland at the time, and came back here to the area for a short trip back. We met up and you were so bold enough to let me <laughs> sing some background vocals yes. when I have no business in a recording studio. I think it sounds great. Uh, that's why I record out of my bedroom. Um, <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> but um, yeah, you let me do some woes in the mix. Because yes. like, I feel like I could bellow some woes, but they're not going to be anything melodic or what have you, but they fit kind of in that. I think they, they fit right in there. That punk rock song, you know? So um, why don't we take a moment and play the song for our audience and then we can come back and talk a little bit more. Sick. Sweet.
So yeah, that was the very first collaboration that we did musically. Yeah. And um, I don't know what was kind of going through your mind when, if you remember that far back, that was actually we. I looked at the date timestamp on the on the file. I don't know if I said this already, but it was recorded, or at least the file that you had sent me was on one August of two thousand ten, and the length of the song was two minutes and fifty two seconds. So when I sent you those lyrics, what were your initial thoughts? Do you have any? I try not to. Recall. <laughs> so the way I would normally write a song would be uh, I would hear it in my head. Okay. And then try to figure out where that is. Um, play it out on guitar. Make some drums and then you layer. Get your vocals down. When you get to the vocals, I don't have like a, a poem book that I steal from. Mm-hmm. I will hear like a you'll hum over it and I kind of like hear the syllables in my head that I hummed and try to put words into the syllables and make Mm. it a story. Okay. In this case, I didn't have that. Mm. I had literal page of words, email of words. Um, So I tried to go backwards. So I wrote a guitar part and then tried to fit your words into the puzzle of what I had already laid down. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and it was challenging because I don't write like that, but mm-hmm. I feel like it came out pretty pretty darn good. Well, for what it's worth, and, and hopefully you'll be back on the show. You're welcome back anytime, but we've got more music to talk about. I'd love to, to expand on some of those other things. But I guess leading up till now, I had no idea how challenging that was. Like, I, I, I guess I don't think I ever took it into consideration the process that you have. I just figured you could just miracle some magic and because some people can. I, you made I, it look that way. I don't know sure. how to play instruments. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so I can't just be like, that's an A. Let me just get yeah. like, I don't I put my fingers there. You know, I know how to make the sounds, but okay. I don't know what notes those are. Um, so it's easy to sit there and write, write a riff mm-hmm. and then build upon that. But to go backwards is challenge well you made it look easy because i'll tell you what when i got it back when you sent it to me i was just i couldn't i could not believe it um and it was special because that movie i'll never forget when i when i saw it in the theater i saw it with you yes yeah at the dollar theater on wearing road <laughs> i got twizzlers movies 10 is that <laughs> no, no it was on wearing road oh oh, oh. where movies 10 wasn't here yet because that was the dollar theater at first it was that's right okay it was literally like there was two theaters and there, it's kind of like the cinema. If you've ever been to the cinema, right. it's two little tiny theaters yes, okay. and now it's like a post office. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, my stepmom dropped us off. That's crazy. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. That's nuts. I, yeah. The dollar theater. Yeah. It was, I think it was the only one around here. It must've been because yeah, I've already gotten confused with another one. Yeah. And that's not a dollar theater anymore. Movies tens a real movie theater now. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, what are people doing? But I can remember just like coming back and just like drawing Edward Scissorhands like crazy. And I wanted to somehow capture that magic of that movie in song form, but like obviously more upbeat and just like, you know, kind of that horror punk style. But hopefully people were able to to capture that as well, um, or get that same type of feeling. My favorite part of the song, when you kind of slow it down towards the end, there's a little bit of a drum beat and there's a very light guitar in the background. 
but you're just kind of like easing into like the end of the film yeah. and how he, he kind of like runs from town. He goes up on the, on the hill in the house and on occasion there'll snow and the people will say, and like, then it just jumps right back into the course. And I just, it gives me goosebumps. Like thinking Thank about you. it. Yeah, no, I just I did my job, but it was great because like, I never in a million years expected that something like that could be done. Like, what do you mean by that? Not saying that, me sending it to you, I doubted your ability. I never thought that ever in a million years that I would be writing songs and then to actually hear them. It's, it's weird both ways. Yeah. It's weird uh, two ways, actually, um, for me. Uh, when I finally realized I could play music and then found the avenue to, to follow that dream, that was a thing in itself like oh i can do this and it was bands like the misfits that teach you like you don't have to be good mm -hmm. you don't have to know the chords you just have to be kind of in key mm -hmm. and you can the melody's there um so that i had your experience then um and then to have us go separate ways um having kind of grown up together um and then took different paths you did all the right things I did some of the wrong things, mm. and then we kind of come back. Uh, and when we got back in touch, you had we found out we all that time found the same bands at the same times, yeah. still did art the yeah. same ways, just kind of separate paths. Came back together and then did a thing together, mm -hmm. and then seeing the lyrics and being like, oh, like I don't write lyrics this way. These, like, I love the Misfits. These are the way they write lyrics. Mm -hmm. I get th this style of music that I don't write, and I get to, like, find the avenue to do it, um, if that makes any sense. Um, it's it's hard. Like, if your favorite band is the Misfits, it doesn't mean you can write music that way. Mm -hmm. They may make music that way, and you could try, but yeah. it'll never be that caliber. Right. So when... Uh, if I write lyrics, like, and they're like, I find them to be a little more cartoony. And then I got yours and I was like, Oh, that's like this style. Mm -hmm. And it put me in the mode to be able to go that like a little faster. Okay. Little, you know what I mean? Gotcha. And then I got to, I got to go down that path a little bit, which is nice. And do it with you, which is even better. And it's cool. And I'll agree with 99% of that. However, you didn't do things all the wrong way. And I certainly didn't do things all the right way. That's, well, for, that's for damn sure. We definitely went different ways. We, we did. different paths. And that's okay. And that's what people do. Yeah. And I'm grateful that we were able to kind of come back around and reconnect. Like, Absolutely. That's been very special to me to, to have that, to have you in my life, to be able to not just share music and share artistic experiences, but just to just to be present with one another and, you know, just kind of connect and share stuff. And it's it's been awesome. Well, I'll drop a bomb on you then. Uh-oh. So a few weeks ago, I was with my family, um, and I was like, oh, we should do something in our hallway. Like, I, I, you haven't seen my new house, but it's a literal rainbow. Okay. Uh, every room's a different color. We have a rainbow room. Okay. Where I have graffitied swirly rainbows oh, all sweet. over the walls. We have uh, beanbag furniture. Nice. Um, it looks like romper room. Um, <laughs> but it. the whole house, like yours, is yeah. art. Um, my art's on the wall, like mm -hmm. whatever. We have all different things. Um, anyway, I was like, we got the hallway's boring. It's like the only thing that's like when we moved in, we need to change this. Um, and I thought, like we, uh, I have a bucket list, a literal bucket list. 
Um, and I've done a bunch of stuff on it, which is cool. Um, but I was like, you guys should write bucket lists to my family. Mm-hmm. It's like, and we should put them on the wall oh. in the hallway. So like every day when you wake up, you're reminded, like, I have not accomplished this yet. That's awesome. Right. So I, they were like, well, fine. Like what's yours. And it's kind of weird. Cause like, it's your bucket list. Like, you wouldn't take it out and show me. It's mm-hmm. kind of personal. Okay. And I was like, well, fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's my idea. Like, I can't be like, well, you can't see mine. Yeah. We're going to paint them on the wall. That's my idea. It has not happened, but that's the idea. Okay. So I bring it out and it's a bunch of crossed off things, which is amazing. It allows you to say, okay, well, if I can do that, what's, what can I add to this bucket list? One of the things that was on my bucket list that it must've been when I put it away, um, wasn't crossed off, but should have been, was to play music live for you. Oh, really? Uh, Cause we had done this and you had always lived. Yeah. You're in the military. Like yeah. you, somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm here. So I was like, someday I'm going to be in the town where Ryan is and he's going to see me perform live. Like since we were kids, we listened to the same music. We used to listen to cassette tapes yeah. together. Weird Al. Weird Al, Beastie, Beastie Boys, Boys, everything. Yeah. Poison. Yeah. <laughs> it's all great though. And it is. So I was like, I, as an adult, um, after we did this, so around 2010, 2011, 2012, I wrote that on my bucket list. Um, and must have put the bucket list away when I opened the restaurant because mm-hmm. that's all I did. Um, but then we came to a town near you yeah. and you got to see me live and I ne- and I marked it off in front of my family. It's like, a, I got to do this. That's badass. Yeah. I'll never forget that show. That was great. Good, because there was only two people there. <laughs> <laughs> you and Easy Blues. But that's okay. I mean. Well, there was a lot of people there. They got mad and they left. I don't know what that was about. But... I do. Okay. They, they snuck uh, backstory for people that have no idea what we're talking about right now. Uh, Ryan came to see my band play in, uh, where Connecticut, where were we? Somewhere south of Hartford. I just remember it being about an hour, hour and a half away. It was north for you. You were coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're playing there and it's, uh, you play on Sunday night. Mm-hmm to prove yourself that you can draw an audience and then they will invite you back. We're okay. the out of town band. So if we just do well, we are invited back. Okay. And then they get a bunch of local bands that are trying to bring guests in. So they're allowed to play there all the time. Yeah. These kids played, they borrowed all our equipment cause we were the touring band and they, um, snuck a whole bunch of friends in. If you remember when you got there, yeah. there was a ton of people there. Yeah. Um, they snuck their friends in, they did not pay. Okay. Um, and once you reach 10 guests that signed on for your band, you get paid a percentage of each of their door. Mm. So it was 10 bucks a piece. They would have got like a couple bucks from each head. So they went to collect their money right before we went on. And the lady was like, I watched you sneak those people in. We have no money in the till, which means none of them paid. Like only like this kid's parents paid and, <laughs> and like that guy. And they pointed to you. So, uh, they got mad and first song in our set 20 people poured out of the building and they all left and uh the parents of the kid band left about 20 minutes into our set because they had to put these little kids to bed and you and easy blues stayed and watched our entire set and we played really well so it it was was great great. (laughs) it was so much fun and in fact like coming back here to this area i remember one of the first things i asked is if you were playing any local shows and uh, I'm excited for when 
when I can see you play again. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Hell yeah. But, but it was funny because um, do you remember I made a joke leading up to that because Michael Graves played next door to once, our audience. Yeah, I know. <laughs> former lead singer of the Misfits in the 90s era. I asked, I said jokingly, I'm like, hey, Michael Graves is playing that same night somewhere local too. I didn't realize it was next door. I said, I said jokingly, you, you guys open it up for him. Then you said no. But um, it was crazy because like you did your set and it was awesome. And you guys turned around and drove home that same night. If yeah, I remember right. Back home, yeah. yeah. Which was a haul. Probably what, about 10 it's, hours? No, it was like seven, but we drove, it was like midnight. <laughs> you drove that day. Yeah, right. we had played a show the night before, so okay. we were, and I had I had a baby at home, yeah. so it was like, I, I gotta go. Yeah. We had to, like, they're we, we're weekend warriors, man, so yeah. you, you gotta get back home, and yeah, we drove all night. And we I was home at 8 a.m. Oh, man. Yeah. And then you probably just turned around and went right? And I then... slept for two hours and then went to work. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a fun show. It was great. You guys sounded awesome, and I loved it. And, you know, I, we said goodbye, and you guys packed up and headed out. And as I was walking to my truck, I could hear music playing from another place across the parking lot. I remember line. this, yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. So I got a little bit closer, and it was just this kind of, like, dumpy, towny bar place. Yeah. And I could hear what sounded like live music. And so I kind of, like, you know, Toucan Sam, I was following my nose to the smell, but I was listening to my ears track down this music walked into the back and sure enough there's michael graves doing an acoustic set and they let you in didn't they, they yeah because the show had already started like i just kind of poked my head in there was nobody at the door and i just kind of wandered in and i got to watch his show too yeah it's amazing and it was just like you got to be shitting me this is like it's a night it was a night and it was it was great um so in my eyes in my opinion you guys ab absolutely open for Michael Graves. <laughs> I mean, for you, they yeah. For you and whoever else went next to him. But yeah. Probably so everybody. That's very meaningful to me to hear that story, though, to hear you say that it was a bucket list for you to play for me. I It was. It's actually on there. That's huge. Yeah. And like, I, I'm proud as hell of you because, like I said before, you literally live your dream and you set that example. And like, to watch you, like one, you produce records, you like multiple records. You got merch that you're actually like selling and you hooked me up with a ton of it. And like to see you up on stage doing your thing, like to me, like you have made it, like you've done it. Dancing like fools in front of you and one other guy. <laughs> That's it. So what? It's know. great. It was, it was a blast. It's incredible. And because I know that you have played shows to larger audiences yeah. and you will again. And, and I'm, and I'll be there right in the front. Most bands are big in Japan. We're huge in Manchester. Hey, that's all right. Yeah. It worked for Nick and the Nice Guys. It works for me. Yeah. It works for me. It's fun. I don't even know if they're still around. but They I just... are. They have an office right on the street from the grounds. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, they're at the Village Gate on the second floor. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now you know. If you ever want to go there. Oh, man. I feel like doing the more you know rainbow right now. But, man, we got another song to talk about. Yeah, we do. All right. Back on track. Holy sorry. smokes. Let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about that next song. So the next song is called Zombies on the Planet of the Apes. And the date timestamp on that was 29 July of 2011. And the duration of that song is 1 minute and 56 seconds. More like it. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, most punk songs aren't very long, but that's definitely more in line with uh, the standard version. But 
uh, I had fun writing this one. And like I said, the, the scissor hands was my first one written. This one is my favorite one of all the ones that we've done together. It's my second favorite. Oh, do tell. I have the holder. Oh man, that's a good one too. And yeah. I, I'm excited. I want to change it though. We'll okay. talk about it a different time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's coming up in an episode near you on the near horizon or a horizon. What? I don't know horizons, but, um, <laughs> The Zombies on the Planet of the Apes one was special to me because I love both the Planet of the Apes franchise, which I'm super fired up for the new film that's coming out. That looks badass. But this kind of captures the original 1968 film. And then also Night of the Living Dead, George Romero's original zombie film from 1968. Both of those occurred at the same time and you look at them side by side. And they look like completely different pictures. Yeah. You've got one that's exclusively in black and white, and it's a very different feel to it. And then, you know, looking at it now, Planet of the Apes, you look at the makeup effects and stuff, and obviously it's a it's a very challenged picture. But at the time, it was a very cutting edge and very um, pretty remarkable makeup effects for its time. But also, like, the amount of social commentary that it had really left a huge impact on me. And I've always liked that about the films. But the idea for the song was kind of coming from a place where, like, there's this guy just watching, like, late night monster movies, sci-fi movies in his easy chair, falls asleep, and then all of a sudden, like, he's watching one movie when he's when he drifts off, and then another one comes on later on, and, like, just hearing the sound, it's messing with his mind in the, in the dream realm, and it totally creates this whole image of this crossover movie. And, you know, Misfits have done several zombie songs and they've even done a planet of the apes song called forbidden zone so i thought why not mix them which i think is better which is what <laughs> i was getting at before <laughs> so when i sent you the lyrics what, what were your thoughts when you saw these uh more fun okay so edward scissorhands i was excited for the challenge but now i kind of know how to get to the finish line okay still a process and different and a challenge but i kind of know how to work what you send me into a song form. Okay. Which is probably why it's shorter. Um, okay. I can make it more concise. Um, but the content of the lyrics was way more fun. Mm. Uh, playful. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands is like, that. that's the thing. Like That's the story. That's the story. Yeah. And it, it's so well put, but that that's the story. Mm. So I feel like, not for a fault of yours, for mine, like the music went that way. It's very linear. I think it works, though. It does. Yeah. But this is a little more punchy, a little more fun, a yeah. little more upbeat. Totally. And I feel like I, the playfulness of the lyrics and putting the two movies together, mm-hmm. the guy, you know, it, it played more to the way I can write a song. Okay. I actually, um, truth be told, I don't know what order... After Scissor Hands, the songs that I sent you were written. I could find out because they're time stamped on the right. hard drive, but yeah. I, I, only, I, I do know. No, I only know the first one. Oh, never mind. <laughs> That's I gonna, okay. I was going to speak out of turn and I'll be wrong. So. I remember this being done in 2011 because, and the only reason I remember this is because when you sent it to me, I was, you thought I was floored from the first one, like this one. I was playing on repeat for hours. Like I just hit repeat and that shit played over and over and over again. And the only time I stopped it was because 
Cartoon Network had created a kind of a reboot of the Thundercats franchise. And the night that you sent me this song was the premiere of that episode, of the first episode. So that's the only reason why I remember it was 2011. But it's funny because at the same time, I was actually building a life-size zombie prop. Oh, okay. Halloween prop. And I thought it was so fitting that you would have sent it like at that moment. But I couldn't get enough of it. I couldn't stop playing it. Like the moment like it kicks off, it is so fun and punchy and it's just got that like energetic flow. Like you kick it off with the guitar and it's just super just like it's fast, but it's it's just like feel good. And it's it's such a weird type of song to be a feel good song, but like yes, it works though. It makes you want to kinda of like dance in your car, maybe not dance all around, but dance in your car at least. I loved it, and, like, you blew my mind with that one. That's funny, because I sent you an email with it that said, and I remember this because I don't know what the order was, but this and Eye of the Beholder were kind of close together. Excuse me. So um, I was sick. I got over a cold, but you you don't normally sing for a while after that, but I was like, no, like, the ideas were flowing. Like, we had a thing. So, like, every time you send me one, I'd pop it back, like, done here you go and i was like gotta keep it keep the juices flowing yeah so i immediately recorded it and sent it back but my voice cracks all over and you're like no man like it sounds great and i was like <laughs> hearing your own voice back and yeah, I yeah, yeah off the mic before but we were talking about hearing your own voice back all i hear is my cold <laughs> like every time i hear the song but i like i like the melody i freaking love it dude i to this day it's like i just i can't I think probably before you came over tonight and I was just reviewing the songs and taking notes and stuff, I bet you I listened to it 15 times. That's, that's funny. Easy. And even Scissor Hands, I probably listened to it a handful. But like, yeah, this one I can just never get tired of. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, thank you. It was it was huge for me to, to do these with you. And you mentioned Eye of the Beholder, so we'll, we'll kind of dangle that carrot for, for Different folks. time. I just yeah. remember that one because it was uh... – the lyrics on that one are spot on. That one was also one of my my top favorites, and we'll save that for another episode. But you know, for those that are listening, you'll get an idea of what that may or may not be about, and that's pretty much all we'll say about that one. <laughs> but but that'll be good. That'll that'll leave you coming back for more, I hope. But I um I guess it might want to hear the song, right? Sure. Okay. And here this is uh, Zombies on the Planet of the Apes.
So yeah, that's my uh, that's my favorite that you've done that we've done together, I guess. Done together, yeah. But um, yeah, you just the way you made it happen, just it was too much. Like I, my mind almost literally exploded, and not much does that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if I ever told you this because I don't really know the answer myself either. But um, a few weeks ago, in one of the October episodes. I did a piece where it was a Sharpie collage where it was a Michael Myers versus Jason Voorhees. Yes, yes. And so I've done a number of pieces like that, but I actually did a Zombies on the Planet of the Apes oh, you did. piece in that nature, but it's not quite finished. I found it at the same time I found that Michael Myers one. And there's a few things that I want to do to finish it up, but I expect to finish that up on the very near horizon. But I really can't remember which one I did first, because since that one's not really finished, there's no... Yeah, picture or date of it, and I'm assuming I probably did this first, the song, but um, it could be that old. It could be, man. Because come to find out, the uh, the Michael Myers one, I think it goes back to '09. Yeah, that's nuts. And I get so frustrated with art and all of it. <laughs> it doesn't music, whatever. Yeah, uh, less photography because that kind of my lane but uh paintings mm-hmm. like if i don't finish it yeah I, uh, like i i can't handle it like i just that was the type of thing especially like i've got several projects in in motion right now where i'll work on it for a little while and then i'll get another idea it's like a squirrel moment and then i'll like i'll set it aside and start working on this other thing before i lose the idea but with that one that was one of those types of things where i could just kind of work on it little by little yeah and i've got it like probably 95% like laid out and I've got it all ready to go. I just need to like mount it and frame it. But there's a couple of things that I want to add to it after looking back. And since I haven't signed it, because that's my, that's my rule, I can do that. Um, So I expect to finish that on the near horizon as well. And then make an episode about it. So you can kind of tie it to the song too. But um, I don't know. I was hoping that maybe I had mentioned it to you once before, but I'm guessing it was probably at or around the same time. But I, I don't know which one came first. Who knows? So no chickens or eggs here, just zombies and apes. So how can people find out more about you? I want to talk about your musical pursuits. I want to talk about your photography, your visual art. Like you got a lot of stuff and things out there. And if you're anything like me, I, I love to share other people's stuff with 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 folks. Like um I think I shared with you the band that I came across yep. a couple weeks ago, Couch Potato Massacre. Yep. And like when you discover new things like that, it's just, it's so much fun because you just want to like listen to it over and over again and share it with people and be like, oh, check out these guys, you know? And if, even though your stuff is not exactly the same as the songs that we talked about today, it's a very similar sound. 
and you play and you sing and it's, yeah, it's, it's your stuff. So, um, when we first reconnected, you were in a band called Uvis. I was, uh, Uvis was, uh, I don't know what you would call it. It was, it's a lot of storytelling. It's a, you can find the three Uvis albums that were actually released. You have more than that. Okay. Um, but on Bandcamp, just look for UVIS, okay. Bandcamp or Search Rochester. Um, and it tells a crazy fairy tale story that I don't know if you've got time to get into. Uh, over three albums. Okay. And each one is a chapter of the story. Um, that was Uvis. That kind of drifted into Attic 39, which yeah. is what you know and see and are around. And Attic 39 is what I do now. Yeah. And some solo stuff? Not really. <laughs> Maybe one? Maybe one that we collaborated on. The Final Stand? The Final Stand. I did a zombie apocalypse concept album that no one was ever to hear. It was for my own thing. And I was like, you know who would like this? Ryan would. So I sent it to him. And he challenged me to put it out. And I said, no. Because uh, uh, I... It wasn't meant to be good, and that doesn't mean that it's not good. It wasn't meant to be, like, uh, public. It was just a fun project I did that would have lived on my computer forever. Uh, but you were into the same things that I was, and I was like, oh, he'd probably dig this. And you did. So the challenge was for me to put it out, and I said, if you make an album cover, I will release it. I'm pretty sure it's on Spotify, if you can find it. I think it's under Us V Them. Okay. Band name. Oh, okay. Because uh, I literally, you sent me in a really cool, um, you did it with Sharpie mm -hmm. over that style yeah. you were doing at the time, mm -hmm. like a lot with, and you, you did it like over pictures and um, it's a really cool uh, zombie with the, is it a guitar? Did yeah. He, he yeah. was a guitar. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I like can see it in my head. It's like a silhouette. Actually, it was meant to be you. Is at the time you had this wicked mohawk. I just cut it off. You did? Two days ago, yeah. <laughs> oh, gone. oh man, you look like me. I look like an old man. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> two days ago. Oh, but I tried to capture. It, so he's like, it's like a silhouette of a dude, and it's meant to be you, big ass mohawk, yeah. and hold this guitar. And he's and, it's low. Like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Like that. you're gonna use it as a weapon type yeah. of thing. And you got like this. This burnout cityscape. There's like crows flying around. And... It's super dark imagery. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. So you made me that and called my bluff. And <laughs> I released it upon the world. And I literally was just like, oh, here's a name. And I put it out there. So it exists if, if you can find it. You'll know it by the album cover just described. Other than that, good luck finding it. It's our little, <laughs> was our little secret. Well, I won't talk about anything else then. However, uh, as far as your, your musical pursuits mm -hmm. go, but I will tell you that it deserves to be listened to because I know I, for one, love it. And to this day, it is on my running mix. Every single oh, every single track on there, I will listen to oh, it. Oh, that's on. cool. Like some, a lot of Uvis and Attic 39 stuff too, but like that whole record from start to finish. And... And it's not just because we're pals. Like, there's very few records that I can say, like, I can listen to from start to finish and never skip a song. And that's absolutely one of them. That's funny to me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Like, a lot. It's just funny to me because it literally would, no one would have known that existed. But I love it. You sent it to me and I, I just, I couldn't get enough of it. 
and it, I mean, it doesn't hurt that it's all about zombies and yeah. such, but yeah, I, I adore it, but you're, you're talented in many ways. You have, uh, a lot of photography. In fact, we just recently collaborated on a project we did. and by the time you hear this episode, I will have already posted some, some of, uh, Stephen's photos from that day on the page, but you can find all that and more where? Uh, Stephen.Michael.Originals on Instagram. So check them out. There's plenty of a wide range of photography, everything from landscapes to to people and, and then some and everything in between. Lots of abandoned buildings. And that's the cool stuff. And you, you knew where to go, too, because uh, by the time this airs, of course, people will have known it. But like the, the locations that you found for our photo shoot was just incredible like it absolutely draw drew this image and it, it pulled everything together and you've got some other visual art that's up on your pages too correct yep some paintings of photographs it all ties with photography yeah i think everything that's on my instagram is a painting of a photograph okay don't quote me on that i don't i don't know i don't go backwards i don't know if it's on the interwebs it's got to be true it is so hell yeah man um Give me the links and we'll put it in the episode itself so that people can check it out. Yep. And we'll absolutely try to promote that as much as possible. But I have loved having you here. I've ever since I started this and we had talked in the very beginning, you were super excited. And there's no there's no surprise here, but everyone I've had on the show has been a huge champion of of this process and like just being able to support me doing this. And yeah, you've been listening to it and giving me feedback and like just talking about stuff and things and like you've been in my corner this whole time and I'm super grateful for that always um and I've loved the stuff that we've worked on together and I say together but you've done like the majority of it just yeah, I disagree you're, you're turning this lump of clay into this masterpiece and I, I disagree. just disagree lyrics are worse <laughs> like it's the worst well Maybe it's because of the way I write them but it's the worst for what it's worth I will make an effort to write more and send them your way. Send them my way, and maybe they'll inspire me to get back on get back on the horse. But I will absolutely uh, love to have you come back in the air quote studio and talk about more of the the music, absolutely. and and we could even talk about our collaboration at some point. Yeah, definitely. With the, uh, the we'll, photographs. We'll redo "Eye of the Beholder" and unveil it here. Redo it. Okay. okay. I want to redo it. I don't okay. think it's right. All right. It's. I didn't sign it yet. Okay, I, I see what you did there. That's that's clever. Um, <laughs> you got me at a loss for words. That was good. Um, okay, I'll, I'll be curious to hear it because I really love what you did with in the first place. So, um, yeah, it's one of my. It's probably my second favorite. So you, I think you've got them opposite, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, awesome, dude. Well, thank you for being on the show, and we'll have you back soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. It is no surprise that. Marley Mates are indeed the greatest listeners in the galaxy. That's right. So whether you decide to support me by listening to the show week after week, tuning in to the Facebook Lives every now and then, or even following me on my social media pages of the Facebook and Instagram, that's greatly appreciated. But I've recently also started a merch shop. If you want to get your hands on some of the coolest Marley Ramones Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast merch, Head on over to Spreadshirt.com and find yours today. We've got logo stuff. We've got original artwork. There's plenty to choose from, and I'm always adding more. Also, I've recently started a Patreon page. 
and for just $5 a month. The cost of a mocha chocolate bullshit. You could have a membership to Marley Ramone's Mad Madhouse of the Dead podcast, where with every new subscription, I will send you a personalized video message and mention you by name in a future podcast episode. If you should wish to participate, go on over and check it out. If not, no worries. I love that you keep coming back for more anyways. So I will talk to you soon. Tune in next week. Okay, folks, thank you for joining again this week. Art is a powerful thing, and I appreciate your willingness to hear my stories. And if you keep listening, I'll keep talking. I urge you to do what makes you happy, and never accept anyone that treats you less than. Have the courage to be you and try things on. Besides, every day is Halloween. Special thanks to our friends at Pecan Pie and Subsonic Voodoo for providing these epic musical selections. To see these works as discussed, follow on Facebook at Marley Ramone's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast page or on Instagram at MRMMHOD. You can find this podcast on most major streaming platforms. And most importantly, if there's one thing that you take away from this stupid little podcast, it's to remember that you are not alone ever. Dial 988 for the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or Veterans Crisis Line, also 988, then press 1 or text to 838-255. Until next time, be creative and go tell someone you love them.